You all recognize that tune, don't you? Nobody doesn't recognize that tune. Just a couple of years ago, three years before we came here, I went to a meeting up in London led by David Hathaway. And somebody had uh, written a verse which was set to the tune of Land of Hope and Glory. So I, I, I thought there's more to that than we've just got in one verse. So I'll put three more verses to it. So if you ever want to sing Land of Hope and Glory with me to a good hymn, let me know. You've got to ask me, by the way, otherwise I won't do it. Um, to a good hymn, we'll do it. Because it's just the Dan Buster's March. It was better than the Dan Buster's March, honestly. Land of Hope and Glory. It's like going to the last night of the proms. It's worth it. Okay, so we've just started on the Lent group, and the, the scriptures that Simon had put down for this morning, I thought, well, let's stay with that and, uh, and use those. Because it's important, this Lent group, I just believe, it was lovely the way that Marigold, Marigold Pym, who was with us last week, prayed, and she prayed that insofar as it's bringing the churches together, there would be a, a, a really good turnout, that, in other words, people would come. And it would help to lift the spiritual climate in Balmy. Well, why not? We could do with that lifting, couldn't we? Who needs a lift of the spiritual climate? I do. And we could all do with that sort of thing. Ooh, in God. So, the scriptures that we have, I mean, the key scripture, because we're going to be looking through Romans 12, is that chapter, Romans 12, verses 1 to 3. But, we've also been given Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 to 14. So, I'll read them through. I'll read Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 to 14, and then just go into Romans 12, verses 1 to 3. Brilliant scriptures, wonderful. So, Colossians chapter 3. Father, this is your word. We've just been acknowledging through Psalm 46 that we can be still and know that you're God. And the chaos of this world around us and the conflict that we live amongst an experience in our own hearts, Lord God. We nevertheless serve the Prince of Peace who is Jesus. And we pray that, Lord, in these days, this, perhaps this Lenten season, as we look more fully into Romans 12, you, Lord Jesus, would enter into us more powerfully than you've ever done before, more really than you've ever done before, more effectively than you've ever done before. And that we would be those whom you can use to bring about an awakening in this village and beyond, Lord God. To your glory we ask. We don't want to just live compromised lives. I think that was the, the title of this talk that Simon had given. Don't be conformed. Don't be conformed. So if you can think of any inconformity, go ahead with it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Providing the spirit of leading is a fool. Okay, here we are, Colossians 3. Since then you have been raised with Christ. 
set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Those are wonderful, remarkable verses. Somebody once said, live as if Jesus died yesterday, he's alive today, and he's coming back tomorrow. That's good advice. That's essentially what Paul is saying here. (laughs) Because all we have in reality is today. We don't know what happens. You know, we've just been listening to Dominic Raab talking to some somebody, some interviewer. Was it Sophie Rayworth? I get mixed up now. Andrew Mars finished, doesn't he? But they were talking about will Vladimir Putin press the nuclear button? And Dominic Raab was saying, "Well, that's rhetoric." <coughs> well, perhaps it is rhetoric, but he could. So we don't know what the future holds. So we best concentrate on what did Jesus say? You've got enough issues to cope with today without worrying about the next day. Or words to that effect. Live as if Christ died yesterday, he's alive today, and he's coming tomorrow. Now that's what Paul says here. Shall I read those verses again? It's tremendous verses. So they used to say, they used to say to me, probably why it took a long time to become a Christian. You can be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly use. You ever heard that? You ever? You never heard it. So you've heard that. You can be so heavenly minded. That you, well, that is about the exact opposite of what Paul is saying here. Because most people I know aren't sufficiently heaven, nor me aren't sufficiently heaven-minded. Therefore, they have very limited value on earth. Paul talks a lot, especially in Ephesians, you're seated with Christ in the heavenly realms, therefore I need to get up there and find out what it's like to sit with Jesus. We, we read a fantastic Watchman Nee. Have you ever read any Watchman Nee? We did this in the church a few years ago and read his book on the letter to the Ephesians. And it's called Sit, Walk, Stand. In other words, you've got to learn to sit with Jesus. Which is talking about the heavenly realms. The first four chapters, really, in Ephesians are talking about that. We're seated with him in the heavenly realms. So we've got to learn how to get there. And that's just our our devotional lives. But who here is satisfied with their devotional life? I ain't. There's a lot more to go. But I, I need to, that's what all that Mary did, you know, Martha and Mary. Mary sort of sat with Jesus in the heavenly realms. Whereas Martha was doing bits and pieces. The Lord wasn't against her working. He didn't mind that. He didn't mind anybody working. He's all for it. But she was working with the wrong attitude. She was working with the wrong attitude. That's what Jesus was addressing. Martha, you're worried and upset about many things. And Martha was just, if I could see a seat, I'd sit in. Martha was just listening, sorry, Mary was just listening to what Jesus was saying. 
Now, Martha could have done that while she was working, because most of you ladies are good at multitasking. I ain't any good at that. I can, if I'm doing one thing, that's it for me. But I know you ladies, well, to a limited extent. <laughs> but I know most of you can multitask. Which, generally speaking, is not a gift that men are blessed with. You know, we have to do something, focus on it, get tense about it, and I'm going to see this through. <laughs> Martha could have multitasked. She had that ability, but she didn't. She's doing all this with bits and pieces and not remotely taking any notice of what Jesus was saying. She could have done. She could have done, even though she was working. Mary sat and listened. Friends, we need to do that. And that's what it means to get into the heavenly realms. You listen to him. Paul, Paul said he'd been up at one stage and he didn't tell us anything about it. To the third heavens. And he said, I'm not prepared. It wouldn't be right to say anything about that now. But what the meaning of that for me was to stop me getting conceited. To keep me needing God in my life. That was the reason for it. She had three times I asked him to take it away from me, you know, this thorn in the flesh. Three times. And he wasn't to oh, take it away. I mean, he really got before God passionately to ask him to take it away. It could have been an eye problem, it could have been anything, but it was, it was massively painful to him. I said, will you take it away? And the Lord said, no. Because I'm doing this, so you'll be dependent on me. And Paul had to accept that into his life. And he said, then, didn't he, as he was talking to the Corinthians, your grace is made perfect in weakness. Now, most of us here, listening to me, know our weakness. Well, in that capacity, I've got God's grace. <laughs> have some grace. Fantastic. Did life-giving, eternal life-giving breaks the barrier of death and takes us into life eternal, sit in the heavenly places with Christ, I didn't mean to say that much about that but (laughs) no, he's given me me to to 12 o'clock so uh, (laughs) I'm going to read it again just take these verses they are tremendous you have been raised with Christ don't forget, Christ died yesterday He's alive today, he's coming tomorrow. You've been raised with Christ, so he's alive today, and I'm living with Christ Jesus today. Forget what happened yesterday. He died for my sin, that's what happened yesterday. Fantastic, don't forget it. I'm, I don't know what we...